Welcome to a brand new episode of Nerd Empire Wrestling, guys. I'm your host, the main man himself, baby. Never won a Slammy Award, but I've been to a lot of takeovers. Jose Jimenez, how you guys doing? SummerSlam week, man. SummerSlam week has come, has come, has come. It's already here. This Sunday, we get to, actually, well, this Saturday, it kicks off for NXT. Can't wait to, can't wait to see what that's going to look like this weekend. Got my main man Johnny Gargano against Adam Cole for the World Heavyweight title. Uh, we also gonna have Velveteen Dream against Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne for the North American Championship. Like, let me tell you, we're going to have a wild week of wrestling, man. And it's, it's, it's funny because I'm thinking, is it going to be an undisputed weekend? Or we get to see the undisputed era leave with gold every single member? I think I'm going to go on a limb here, guys. I'm going to go on a limb. I think it happens. I think it happens. Now, if it doesn't happen, uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, Roddy would be the only one that doesn't capture gold. Imagine the kind of effect that's going to have on the air if that happens. <laughs> Can't wait for NXT this weekend. But, yeah, you know, I just um, want to come up here, give you guys my thoughts and my uh, predictions for this coming episode. Uh, I mean, for this coming weekend of uh, SummerSlam. We're going to have some great matches this weekend. Uh, I'm not excited for every single match, but I'm excited for the pay-per-view as a whole. I think uh, there's a lot of questions that I'm going to go into it with that I want to, want to see answered. And um, let's let's see how it all plays out. But uh, before I jump into the my predictions on the card, I wanted to talk a little bit about the situation between um, Goldberg, Jericho, and uh, my main man, Bro, I, I mean, I, I just I, I just don't know what's going on. That doesn't, you know, that's it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I think we we all know Jericho, of, of course, has moved on to uh, to AEW. He's moved on to greener pastures over there. He's pretty much running his own character. He's running the promotion alongside the Bucks, Cody, and uh, Kenny Omega. So, uh, yeah, and by the way, guys, stay tuned for that Wrestler Spotlight episode with Cody that I got coming to you guys this week. Uh, give you guys a little breakdown on Cody before he left the uh, WWE to move over to the Indies and AEW. So stay tuned for that episode. But, um, yeah, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's a beef that's, that's, that's a little weird to me. Uh, I know Matt has, you know, gone on Twitter, gone on Instagram, and expressed his frustration with Goldberg. How he does not like Goldberg. How he thinks that Goldberg's not a great wrestler. Um, I also forgot Booker T also chimed in saying Matt Riddle can't work. <laughs> it's it's been crazy. I just wanted to give my two cents and give my humble opinion on that. I mean it's it's okay it's okay for you to go out there and base your opinion, um, but I think Matt needs to just take it easy a little bit. You know you, you just got to the WWE. Uh, you got to earn your respect. You got to earn your stripes first. You got to continue having these great matches, continue having these great feuds. You're one of the biggest superstars on NXT. You're gonna, uh, The way it's going right now, you're going to be a future NXT World Heavyweight Champ. So just just keep grinding it out, man. Stop getting into these bullshit-ass, you know, spats with a lot of these legends, a lot of these guys that actually paved the way for you to do what you do today. You know, I know a lot of people might give me shit, but hey, Goldberg, yeah, Goldberg's not a great wrestler, but... He's, he's paved the way for a lot of things, man. He was one of the biggest stars on, on WCW. 
he had the undefeated streak going. He was uh, part of the Monday Night Wars, and a lot of people tuned in to watch Goldberg. He he wrestled in that era against Hogan, was the, uh, I think if I'm correct, the first ever United States champ and heavyweight champ at the same time, which is incredible. He had the undefeated streak. Uh, the, the one thing that I didn't like about him going in his career was when he hurt my boy Bret Hart with the with the sidekick to the head where he gave Bret a concussion pretty much into his career. That was the only black eye that I have on Goldberg. But besides that, man, Goldberg's a warrior, man. Uh, I mean, I know people gave him a lot of shit going into the Saudi Arabia show when he fought Taker where he, he was already busted open when he had but a door and then came down to the ring, gassed himself out, hit the spear, missed it, hit the post, busted himself completely open. Riddle went on to Instagram saying, great job, bro. Two, two minutes into the match and you're already busted open. There was a lot of botches in that match. He couldn't pick up Taker for certain moves. Uh, it, was just, it was just bad. It was just bad. And uh, you know, I was talking to my, to my brother Gene and I told him, I was like, you can't go into the ring and have these five-second matches the way you used to have them. You're not in ring shape. I don't care who you are. Even if Ultimate Warrior, God rest his soul, was still alive and he was to come back and have these five, ten-second matches, he's going to have to get into a ring with a guy that can work, a guy that can carry him, a guy that's going to make him look good. Taker is way past that. He's a guy that has a bad hip. <clears throat> he's up there in age, and he's not going to make people look good anymore. You're going to have to carry Taker in order to make him look good. I just think that was a... You know, a setup for failure for for Goldberg and Taker at that time. But to kind of go back into the Matt Riddle situation, yeah, you know, I, I agree with what Jericho's saying. You know, he's sticking up for a friend of his and Goldberg, and Booker's also sticking up for uh, for Goldberg also and saying, man, you gotta you gotta learn how to, you gotta learn you gotta earn your stripes first, man. You just can't come out here and just start calling everybody out. I know he was doing that with uh, Brock a little bit too. You know, just relax. You know, Matt, you're gonna get your time. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get your your run. You're gonna do some big things in this business because there's a lot of people that that I see on NXT that stand behind you. And hopefully, when you make your way to the main roster, you're gonna have a lot of people backing you up there. But you just can't alienate everybody because you're just gonna end up in, in the back seat and behind the eight ball where you might not even make it on TV or you might even get cut. So you gotta gotta be careful. You know now. The statement of Booker T saying Riddle can't work, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. If you look at a lot of Riddle's matches, that guy could work. That guy can have an awesome, awesome fucking match. I know a lot of people didn't like his Velveteen Dream match at, uh, at TakeOver New York. I loved it. I think it was a slow burn. It was a match that was telling a pretty good story in regards to how talented both uh, both guys were and how much of a how much homework they did on each other where they couldn't execute moves but at the end they, they left him out there in the ring and you know Matt did end up losing and not leaving that night with the North American title but he put his name in the hat as one of the biggest NXT superstars out right now you know I know right now he's going to probably feud with Killian Dane going forward but there's some big things in the future with Matt and I would hate to see that get messed up by him just having these arguments and having these stupid comments about guys that already had their time and that paved their way, it's just its just not cool. It's just not cool, man. I just think he needs to just, you know, continue doing his thing and, and stop getting caught up in that drama and all that bullshit. Jericho is the kind of guy who, let me tell you, he's earned his respect in the, in the, in the WWE locker room, in the WCW locker room, and in all of wrestling. That's one guy that you don't want to fuck with. 
he, he's a guy that's well respected by everyone in the business and he can fuck around and have you blackballed man so that's that's not a person that you want to get on his bad side he, he's he deserves his respect uh, you know Jericho's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time I have him in my top three top four as one of the greatest ever to ever do it and to to piss him off and to get him in a point where he's going to come on social media and respond and say how he feels about it with the funny face comment that's that's not a good look for you man that's that's the kind of guy that can ether you really quick and he can make your career look pretty bad and all the hard work and everything that you've done will go to will go to shit man so just just gotta take it easy man take it easy i would like to see matt just continue doing what he's doing dominating having great matches on NXT, start positioning himself for possibly a world heavyweight title shot if uh, Adam Cole in the near future, they decide to bring up the whole entire era and have him drop to someone. We're all going to probably be in speculation of who could that be. Uh, if it does involve the entire era going up, you know, there are throwing names out there like Velveteen Dream, of course. You know, Matt's name is going to be in the picture. You have Kushida now. You know, you got my main man, uh, Shane Strickland, who's also up there. You know, it could, it could be any of those guys that can, you know, step into that world title picture or carry the mantle and bring NXT to, to levels that, forget it, that it hasn't been brought to. And, and again, I can't, we can't forget about Tommaso Ciampa. He, he never lost a belt. And I know there's probably a year before we see Tommaso back in the ring, so... It's uh, you know he'll he'll be back he'll be back to claim Goldie and, and to and to get something get back what he never lost so let's let's not forget about Tommaso Ciampa guys like he's still out there he's looking great man he's posting up these workout videos and he's he's looking strong and I, I can't wait to see him make a return back to uh, to NXT to to put his name in a hat and claim was not what what he never lost and we got Pete Dunne. Pete Dunn. No, I mean, I know right now he's in the North American picture, but why not throw him in the world title picture? Look what he did for the UK title. Carry that thing. The longest reigning champ in WWE history, and he defended it all over the world against everybody and anybody. Come on, man. Pete would be an amazing NXT World Heavyweight Champion. The, the kind of prestigious and the kind of attention he would bring to that belt, not only in the States, but outside in England and everywhere else around the world. Forget about it. And, I, you know, the name that always comes to the back of my mind after Pete Dunne is Kushida. I mean, <laughs> holy shit, the guy can go. I mean, I've been watching Kushida for about four years now in ROH and JPW, and the guys just continue getting better and better and better. But what scares me about him is the whole Nakamura effect. Yeah, he's going to be an amazing NXT talent, but he can't talk on the mic, you know, if he... For him to cut promos or vignettes in the back, it's going to be a little bit tight, uh, difficult and tight because of his uh, language barrier. So that might be something that might affect him when he does make that jump to the main roster. But they need to start positioning these guys, you know, a little bit better and setting them up for success. We all know that they can't talk on the mic due to language barriers, but there are ways that we can, you know, that they can put these guys in position to succeed. I think now we're at the point where. Yeah, you know promos do do matter. You know you you know you're not gonna get a you're not gonna get a Cena on the mic. You're not gonna get a Bray Wyatt on the mic all the time. Come up or a, or a Velveteen Dream because when those guys get on the mic, forget it, man. They'll they'll ether anybody. It's about the wrestling. We gotta make it about the wrestling too. And some of these guys let the wrestling talk. Let 
the wrestling speak for who they are and what they want to accomplish. That's that's my only pet peeve on that. I think back then, yeah, the Attitude Era, that was about the mic, but the Attitude Era is done. That's past. Let's let let's focus on this and let's you know start something different, starting new. Uh, we got a big boom coming up in in the world of pro wrestling. AEW is having their show in Washington D.C. next month. Uh, next month, that's going to be amazing. Their first televised show on TNT. They're going to be competing on Wednesdays with NXT. I think NXT is also moving to Fox Sports One in the near future. They might get an extra hour added to their show. Man, let me tell you, if you guys uh, you know are not excited as a pro wrestling fan, I don't know what's going to excite you, man. We have some great wrestling, some great stuff coming up. Where uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. But um, let me just jump right into it, guys. I just want to give you guys my humble opinion and my predictions for this upcoming weekend's SummerSlam card. Which, uh, between all of us guys, you know, here on the show, uh, it's not that strong. I think this is not one of the strongest SummerSlam cards that we had in a long time. It's a little weak. I think it's uh, it could be a little bit better. They brought back Goldberg against um, Dolph Ziggler. We know how that's going to work out. I think this is just Goldberg getting his feet wet, trying to get some ring rust out, maybe have a rematch against Undertaker later on down the road or somebody else on the main roster. I know he's been uh, having that itch to come back, especially, like I said earlier, with the uh, embarrassing performance he had at uh, Saudi Arabia. I'm pretty sure he wants to make up for that. But, um, yeah, we got the – this is in no specific order, guys – World Heavyweight title match, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. I, I got, this might sound crazy, but I got Brock retaining. I don't think Seth is going to, you know, dethrone the beast right now. I think Brock is going to pop up more on Monday Night Raw as the heavyweight champ. I think they could set up a lot of other big feuds with him moving forward. Um, so I don't see Seth getting back the universal title from him. I would like to see Seth lose move on to something else, maybe have a heel a heel run, go into the United States uh, title picture, or maybe feud with somebody like a CN and uh, have some, some amazing matches with him. But it's, it's not going to be pretty for Seth on Sunday. I think he's going to get destroyed by Brock Lesnar. Moving along, the WWE Championship match, we got Kofi against my main man, the Viper, Randy Orton. I'm going to go with the shocker here, guys. I'm going to take Randy. I'm going to take Randy by RKO. I think he leaves Toronto, world heavyweight champ. And I think now you can do anything with him. Now you can have a feud with Roman that a lot of people have been asking for. Like, that's one of my dream matches. I would love to see Roman and, and Randy Orton have something. You know, how about Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton? You know, it's like so many names that you can throw into the hat. Now, if you have Finn win the Royal Rumble, if he decides to take some time off after SummerSlam, you can have Finn, Randy. It's, you know, sky's the limit with the kind of matches that you can have. And who knows? We might have somebody from NXT pop up on uh, on Tuesday or Monday. Um, they might throw their name in the hat. We don't know what call-ups we're going to get after SummerSlam. So it's gonna we're going to have to keep our eyes real peeled. On this, but I have Randy leaving Toronto as the heavyweight champ. And in all respect to Kofi, Kofi had a great run with the belt after uh, 
since WrestleMania, he's wrestled around the world with it. He defended it against a lot of tough opponents, had some big victories, some great matches. He bought he bought the title back with him to Ghana. Uh, it's he's he's been nothing but a class act. Uh, I just think it's time for him to relinquish that belt. Maybe you know step into a mid card title with the IC title. I would like to see Kofi maybe have that title, or if you want to spin it, have Kofi win, but start teasing the breakup with the new day where Kofi's becoming more of some more and more obsessed with the belt and now more of obsessed with his friends, the new day. I think that'll be a great way to to start some, you know, some tension in between the group. But that's just me thinking outside the box on that one. Um just to keep moving along, Raw Women's Championship, Becky against Natalia in a submission match. <laughs> I'm gonna go Natalia here. I think Natalia Coming home to Canada, why not? Uh, I think Becky's run has been stale. I think it's died out. The hype is already dead. You know, I, I don't. I don't see her leaving Canada as or Toronto as the uh, women's champion. I think it's it's time for her to to relinquish that belt and pass it on to Natalia, where you can start some different feuds with her, have a new look on on uh on raw with that world heavyweight title maybe throw in Lacey evans in that feud where Lacey can take the belt off her uh off natalia later on and have Lacey roll with the belt for a little bit where you can also keep you know becky strong and have natalia take the pin well they could do this anyway we can even have Lacey interfere in this match attack natalia and natalia maybe never even submits just passes out in the sharpshooter and we got a new uh, woman's heavyweight champ with Natalia so I, that'll, that'll be cool to see we got Bailey Amber Moon wow I think uh, I got Bailey retaining I think Bailey's gonna have a great match here I think the biggest surprise here is gonna be uh, Bailey retained and I think she gets attacked by Sasha and that kicks off their feud and we you know we can start the road to Wrestlemania Right through there, I think that they, you know, me personally, I would love to see a Bailey Sasha WrestleMania match. Like, especially what they did at NXT TakeOver New York. Like, come on, we in the Iron, first ever women's Iron Man match. Like, come on. Like, you, you guys can't tell me you're not. You won't be excited if you see Sasha come out either. She doesn't have to have to come out Sunday, but imagine her coming out on, on Tuesday and beating the bricks off Bailey. And, and leaving her in the ring looking at the belt and saying this is what I came back for Whew. you can't tell me that doesn't give you chills up your spine this is the other match that a lot of people have been talking about the men and women have really been they got some, they got some good matches here we got uh, Charlotte Flair against Trish Stratus I got Charlotte I think Charlotte is going to win this match I think this is just a match to put Charlotte over continue giving Charlotte some big wins against a lot of uh, a lot of big names we know she got wins against Asuka she didn't take the pin or the or the or the submission at uh, WrestleMania in that triple threat match, so it was it, it kept her strong. But I think th this is the moment that we start building up, you know, Charlotte again to maybe uh, go up against a, a Sasha later on if Sasha does come back, or maybe go up against Bailey and start another feud with that. Like we don't we don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see how this all plays out and what you know significance this match has on the near future. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see, especially Trish, uh, you know, in her hometown of Toronto, Canada. Like, can she pull off the victory? Mm. 
That'll be a shocker, but I got my homegirl, uh, Charlotte, with the dub on that one. United States Championship match. This is the one match that I'm super excited for, man. AJ Styles against Ricochet. Let me tell you, I don't know about you guys, but the club has been so fucking exciting to see, man. Gallo's got the paint back on his face. You know, they got the gear changed up. They got the sick shirt out. AJ's just a perfect, I mean, I'm sorry, man. AJ deserves to be a heel all year round. I don't want to see him as a face ever again. I just think he's perfect with that United States title, with the club, with the tag titles. Let me tell you, this is the best thing going right now on Raw, besides my boy Bray Wyatt popping up on both shows. But I got AJ retaining, and I got him, like, really beating the bricks off Ricochet here. And, um... I don't think their feud ends here. I think this is something that's going to escalate a lot further where we might have a, a big stipulation match later on, maybe at Survivor Series or, you know, in in January where we get Royal Rumble or we get the road to WrestleMania. Who knows? These two guys could meet again at WrestleMania in a, in a higher stakes match and maybe for a much bigger time. But I... I'm excited what's going on between both these guys in this feud and now that the club is behind AJ. It's just you can't tell me you're not excited about that, but I got AJ on that. Kevin Owens against Shane McMahon. If Owens loses, he will quit the WWE for good. I got KO winning this. I got I can't see KO losing this match and taking him off TV. I think he's he's been so hot lately with his promos popping up on you know, on SmackDown. Stone Cold Stunner and Shane. This reminds me a lot of the Austins, you know, Vince McMahon feud that they had back in the day. I think this is something that they're just trying to replay, but have it done with Owens, who's just so fucking nasty on the mic where he can, the guy is just brutal, man. He, he just says it how he sees it and says, you know, and feels it. And we all line up with him and agree with him on that. He's, he's, he's due for big, 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 big things. After this feud with Shane McMahon. So I got I got my boy KO uh, winning that match and sticking around. This is the one match that I'm really, really excited for. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt against Finn Balor. I know a lot of people are wondering, what are we getting? Which Finn are we getting? Are we getting the man or are we getting the demon? I think at this point, guys, I don't want to see the demon. Uh, I know it's a SummerSlam tradition. But I think uh, Finn is going to take a brutal beating here. I think he's going to get destroyed by Bray Wyatt. And this is going to be like kind of a send-off where he's going to take some time off and and come back and do some damage. And I think that this is not the end of the feud. I think this is the beginning. But this is something that will be revisited later on between The Fiend and Finn where you're definitely going to get The Fiend against The Demon. And I think we're going to get that at WrestleMania. I think that's a, a WrestleMania caliber match that a lot of people would like to see. And again, that's just me throwing, you know, throwing my opinions out there. We can also get this at Survivor Series. We can get it at Royal Rumble. We can get it at another uh, pay-per-view. Who knows? But I think if Finn is, if everything's true that Finn is taking some time off to, you know, heal up his body and uh, spend some time with his fiance, I, I could see him returning back later on. And paying Bray Wyatt a visit as a demon, the way Bray has been trolling him uh, lately with the puppets and uh, uh, Firefly, uh, Firefly House um, promos and stuff. Firefly, uh, Firefly Funhouse promos. I think um, 
uh, I think Finn gets uh, put out by Bray, and uh, I got I got Bray Wyatt winning this match and putting Finn away for for a good couple months, and I think he's gonna make it very believable where you know Finn's gonna get beat pretty bad, pretty bad, and it's gonna be it's gonna be bittersweet because it's gonna be weird not seeing him on TV for a few months, but I think it's gonna be a great thing because. We're going to miss him. We're not going to see him on te- television for a while. And you can do so many things with the demon later on if you want to bring that back. Or just Finn the human, the person, the man. You can have him come back at Royal Rumble and win that. And win the Rumble and then call his shot on what he wants. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be something to really keep an eye on. Keep moving forward, guys. We got... Dolph Ziggler and Goldberg. Just like I said earlier, guys, this is a squash. I think Goldberg's gonna beat him in a few, in about a minute or two. He's gonna go into the ring. We're gonna get a spear. We're gonna get probably you know a few other power moves that he likes to do, and jackhammer one two three. Goldberg wins the match. I think this is uh, I think this is Goldberg's farewell match. I don't think we we might see him again. Down the road against Taker on a rematch, maybe. But I think this is just him repaying that uh, bad performance that he had in Saudi Arabia against uh, Undertaker to the fans. He doesn't want to be remembered in that kind of way. So I think this is just, a, you know, McMahon saying, hey, let, let's do it one more time. Let's make you look good. Let's give you a guy like Dolph who can, who can carry and, you know, you can go out on the way you should go out. I don't want people remembering you in this kind of way. So I think that... That'll that'll work out properly for them, but I got Goldberg winning that match. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship match. We got Drew Gulak against Oni Lorcan. Like, if you're not excited about this, I don't I don't think you like pro wrestling at all. Like, come on, guys. Like these two guys on on that big stage, I, I think they're gonna put on a five star match. Like, you know, Lorcan won in the six pack challenge to get the opportunity to uh, to wrestle uh, Drew in Toronto for the Cruiserweight belt. I've really been liking Gulak with the uh, with the Cruiserweight title, man. I think he's been having some sick matches. He had a, a great match with Swerve a couple weeks ago on um, on 205 Live. And I think he's going to have a classic with Oni Lorcan. And I think he can, you know, I'll be shocked if Oni ends up winning the title here. But I, I, I really got a strong feeling that um, my boy Drew Gulak is going to retain by submission. And he's going to move on and continue being 205 champ. And we never know, man. We might see somebody from NXT maybe jump into 205 Live and challenge only, uh, and Drew Gulak. Never know. We might get an interference. It, it's We're going to have to wait and see. But it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. Uh, we also got the uh, Roman Reigns-Daniel Bryan Raw confrontation. So we don't know what that's what's going to happen with that. Uh, I think we're going to get a Roman-Daniel match. I, I'm not sure. I I didn't I don't want to say that's going to be a match. Uh, don't quote me on that, guys. I know there's been a lot of weird things happening to Roman backstage. I know he's been also going at it with Joe, and uh, I know he was in the car a couple weeks ago. And he almost got killed in that car, and uh, I know I got a funny feeling DB was the one driving that. He also got into it with Buddy Murphy, so it's it's weird what they're doing with Roman. They're not rushing him into the title picture. They're kind of having him, you know, swim through the. The, the middle of the pack here or a lot of mid-card guys which I think is a great idea you're not rushing it you're you're kind of giving him some good feuds and have some great matches with a lot of guys that he probably would have never wrestled so I think this is a great thing because eventually Roman's going to be in the world title picture 
you know it's only a matter of when so I think this is a great thing right now that we're not rushing Roman right straight ahead into that world title picture let's let's let me see him feud with Buddy. Let me see him feud with Joe. Let me. I would like to have him have a few matches with DB. I think that'll be a good thing for him to get going, get some big wins under his belt, and then later on, you want to throw him into that world title picture. It's gonna, it's gonna really pan out for you guys, where people are not feeling like you're forcing it at us, just like we always do when it comes to Roman. Oh, uh, we got the IC Intercontinental Title match, which. This could really be a good fucking match, man. We got Shinsuke against our boy Ali. Um, hmm. I got Nakamura retaining. Now, I know I would not be surprised if Ali leaves the Intercontinental Champ. I think this will be a belt that will be perfect for Ali. Because Ali's the kind of guy that will give you a five-star match with anybody. This, this guy can just go. And I'm just thinking right now, him having a, the IC open challenge every single week. Him being a little guy, just like Ray was when Ray was the world champ. And he was having matches with a lot of these other big guys and making them look good and doing some amazing things in the ring. And I look at Ali as that same kind of wrestler. Now, I would, you know, I would love to see Ali win this title. And if, if it does happen on Tuesday, have an open challenge and imagine we get Johnny Wrestling song hit. Oh, my God. Toronto will go crazy to have Johnny come out, make his debut and go up against Ali for the Intercontinental title. I think that'll be a match made in heaven that they, they will they will steal the fucking show that night if this happens but that's just me speculating you know we can also throw Aleister Black into that picture you know we can throw Sammy there's a bunch of people that can go into this IC title hunt if uh, if a guy like Ali wins it because you know he can't he can have a great match with either one of those guys so but I'm gonna have my boy Shinsuke retain and I think there's some big big matches in the future with Shinsuke now you know I, I would love to see them start a feud with uh with uh, Alistair Black, why not? Like, imagine Alistair Shinsuke. <sighs> Sit there and tell me that you guys won't sign up for that. That would be a fantastic fucking match. And a fantastic feud if the build-up is right and they do it right. But um, we're just going to have to wait and see how that all plays out on Sunday. But yeah, guys, that's my, you know, that's my prediction for SummerSlam coming up this, this, uh, this Sunday. I will definitely have another episode kind of breaking down, reviewing both NXT and SummerSlam next week. Um, also, stay tuned for Monday. Uh, I think around Monday, or I might even drop that on Tuesday, which is the Wrestler Spotlight episode with Cody. So uh, stay tuned for uh, for that, guys. But um, I just want to say thank you for all the support that you guys have been showing me. I've been posting up a lot of my figures that I've been purchasing through uh, you know, through my toy hunts and going through the actual toy shows. I know recently I found a Ronda Rousey, uh, the new Ultra Elite figures uh, popping up at Target. Uh, my big brother picked up the Ultimate Warrior. I picked up the Ronda. That was the one that I wanted. I still want the Ultimate Warrior from Halloween Havoc, so I'm going to try to get my hands on that. I think the Brett just released with Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I got to get me the Mustafa Ali figure also and the Champa to complete that whole set. But um, I, I got a lot of pre-orders to get to, man. I got I to gotta definitely pick up some of those uh, upcoming elites, especially the Adam Cole with the, uh, 
with your North American title like that that has to come to the collection you know they also came out with a Vince McMahon figure that I want to get so it's let me tell you it's been it's been good hunting uh but uh for a lot of you guys don't know the reason I I've been away and I have I really been a little inconsistent this week with the episodes I uh I just left the free agent market I'm no longer a, uh, a single man I'm in a relationship with a beautiful young lady who I care about very very much and uh, we're getting very serious and I you know I kind of dedicated a lot of my time to that but I promise that I will be giving you guys episodes on a regular and keeping my promise and making sure that I'm bringing you guys that real wrestling talk every single week guys but as usual love you God bless and I will see you guys next week with that real wrestling talk have a great night